Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Blues have got the pipe for you That'll show you all their attitudes You got love and luck and lust and lovers Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers Beautiful people, hello and welcome back to Love Clues, your favourite podcast with me, Grace Richardson, and you, Lily Louise Richardson Broad. (laughs) And you, our beautiful listeners who come back week after week, who would never ghost us, who've got our backs through thick and thin... Who are just so great and oh, such... Put my misery. <laughs> Don't! I'm being a simp, let me. And who are such a cool part of this because otherwise we would literally be just talking into the void more than we already are. We'd be talking to a brick wall. But nope, you're here with us and that's really cool and we love you and respect you. We're back this week. <laughs> burping on the record. We're back this week, burping on the record. Okay, no, we're live. We're live, okay? And there's oh an God, audience. What? <laughs> Are you serious? I yeah. just burped. I can't edit that out. I tasted like apricot. Oh, God. <gasps> That's awful. We are live in three, three two. Sydney, how are we doing tonight? We're here in the gorgeous city that we call home to let you in on a little secret. Lily is still single and I am still dating people. And tonight we're going to be checking people. in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Lily is as single as ever. I am still dating someone. The world turns, another day passes, a leaf Sun falls, and a bird catches it in its beak. See, Grace, already. You don't let me talk. You just go and, you know? go, and go and go. Okay, let's try a new approach. Wait, right? stop. Again. And specifically, <laughs> I can't interrupt you because I just know on the podcast it sounds like, <laughs> blah, 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 like two voices. I've got the mic. <laughs> Okay, okay. The floor is yours. so anyway, Grace and I are jumping on to do a little duo episode, Songs Guest. Yeah, we are. I pronounce the S in song, mm. which is really embarrassing. That was so uncultured. Anyway. Actually, to be honest, I Grace, think- you fucking done <laughs> Just let me talk. I just want to say, I think it would be more embarrassing if you pronounce it with a French accent. That's really lame. Don't try and pretend. Okay, now the floor is yours for real. Grace and I are here, Songs Guest- to jump in and do a little duo episode and give you a little update on how this podcast has influenced our perspective on love and dating and the world around us because the podcast has been so enjoyable and it's connected us to so many cool conversations with all you guys who have been DMing us on Instagram, with our family, with our friends, with people that we don't usually talk to, love and dating and relationships about. Everything's coming out of the woodwork. So Grace and I had a very interesting conversation with one of our friends today who's a little bit older than us and he is fully married, has kids, has a dog, has bought a house. He's very much on that trajectory, living the dream. And he did say that he listened to our podcast, which I didn't think he would, but that was very nice of him too. Mm. So I get a bit shy when like people were genuinely friends would listen to it. Yeah. Because I, agree. I want you guys, I want our I want you if you're listening right now, I want you to listen to it. But I don't want to know <laughs> I don't want to know that you, that I know that you know that you've listened to it. I don't want to know if somebody I know has listened to it. You know what? It's the same thing as I would rather sing in front of two b- billion people than two people. 
It's an intimacy thing. I would bloody love to sing in front of two billion people. <laughs> well, yeah, I would, I would do anything to sing in front of two billion people. I know people. what you mean. I'd rather sing in front of a packed room rather than sit down and sing one-on-one, serenade somebody. Yes. So our beautiful friend did say, wow, you know, it was really interesting hearing women's perspectives on dating because I think he had sort of um, just got up to Lucy Smith's episode mm-hmm. and he did say, oh, it really has made me reflect on how I might have treated women back when I was single and in my dating era, mm-hmm. dating phase. He said, oh, you know, I was a bit of a... I was a bit of a bit of a bit of a player. Yeah. Bit of a um bit of a ladies man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. Bit of a bit of a fucking yeah. He's nah, surfy. I got Do a, a born surf- chain now, so fucking. Do a surfy voice. He's more. Oh surfy. yeah, I was a bit of like. Yeah. A bit, I was yeah, a bit yeah. of a player. Eh? Yeah, like, that's all. Like. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and you know, I was just. I don't want to go on, but like yeah, I did. I used to you know get. Get a few chicks here and there, whatever. Yeah. No, he doesn't talk like that either. Yeah, so anyway, it was just... Anyway. Let me start again. Let me start again. No, it's good. We're live, we're live. Sorry, sorry, audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Come on. Anyway, I have a question. If you're listening right now, does hearing other people talk about their experiences with dating make you reflect on how you might have treated people in certain situations? Mm-mm. Because I also always believe that everyone has their side of the story. It's not necessarily good or bad mm. or right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like how I've talked about being ghosted or getting rejected or whatever. Mm-hmm. The person who's ghosted me, he has his reasons. He has his own story. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I to judge, yeah, I like exactly. to say. So, yeah, it's just funny that when you start talking about dating, there's always – because dating is inherently a two-way street because mm-hmm. two or more people are part of the party. Another interesting thing that that friend said, because he was talking about how he is with his one and only now and they have a kid together – and he said, when you're not looking for it, that's when it'll happen. Like he asked Lily said, me if I'd found love yet because obviously yes. he's invested now in, in the saga. Um, and I said, no, I have no. No. I have not. No, I haven't. No. Yeah. And he said, oh, don't worry. It, it just happens when you're not looking for it. That's when it'll he happen. He said you'll find it when you're not looking for it. Yeah. And so I think you should stop looking for it, Lily. That's the advice. Oh, I my took. God. That's a perfect segue, mate. Oh, my God. That's a great Thank it you. really is like we're live. And I have to say, what I wanted to talk about you today, if we pivot to a little segment on yeah. checking in on our dating lives. Let's pivot. Everyone, <clears throat> tap, tap, is this yeah. thing on? Yeah, it is. I think I'm going to delete Hinge. Oh, wow. Really? Not really? because I've met really? literally anyone worthwhile yeah. on okay. it. Okay, yeah. So you're not getting rid of much, really. Well, look. <laughs> How big a presence has Hinge been in your life? I mean, just very minimal. <laughs> okay, right. But... I think I am going to stop looking for love and just float free in the world like it's 1993, baby. Well, literally, why not? See, this is what we keep talking about and which so many people have been responding to us saying that they're single. They don't want a guy. They don't want to date someone. Oh, no. I got hinged for the podcast and I thought by now I would have locked and loaded husband number three. Mm. But, um, yeah, I hate it, so I'm going to delete it. Yeah, right. But, but it you- was an interesting experiment. It's a very fine line between actively looking for love and looking so hard that you're overthinking it and you're actually pushing it away. Oh. I'm not looking for love in terms of, oh, my God, I've got to find love tomorrow because I can't live without it and I'm not happy by myself and I just really want to find a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for it in that way. It's more so that I'm just 
telling myself that my heart is open. I'm not just going to let love come to me. I'm still going to actively put myself out there and even in my own head tell myself I'm open to love, I'm open to new experiences, mm-hmm. I'm open to meeting new people. Okay, yeah. But I'm not going to, you know, scroll through people's hinge profiles at night before I go to bed because yeah. So you're just going to go quiet. IRL. Yes. You're going to go off the grid, you're going to get onto the IRL. Maybe I should just start sliding into people's DMs who I have crushes on. I don't know why you haven't been doing this this whole time. Because I think that's not very nice. And also I don't really have a crush on anybody. I think attraction is, is my first port of call. See, okay, that's really tricky because, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like people aren't into you because plenty of people are into you. And it's just that that isn't reciprocated. That's a really hard one. What if people are attracted to you and you're not? Do you know what it is? Mm. I would never invest time in someone that I'm not attracted to from the get-go. And I don't just mean someone being hot. Like like, I think everybody is attractive to somebody in their own way. I just think it's completely subjective and I just genuinely... Everyone is attractive. Mm -hmm. Just not to me because I think... I don't necessarily give people a chance who I'm not attracted to from the start Mm. thinking that, oh, maybe something will grow and the more I get to know them, the more Mm. I'll Mm. like them. Because obviously I I love people's personalities most of the time. I'm very much drawn to people. I love it. It's great. You're Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, as you keep saying. But I have this thing where I feel like Even if I start hanging out with a guy as friends or I just think, oh, no pressure, why don't we just hang out and see how it goes, Mm. it genuinely kills me. Like it hurts my soul deeply to imagine a scenario where he then likes me or makes a move or says to me, oh, I'm interested in you romantically Mm. and I have to shut it down or I have to say, oh, like, sorry, I just don't like it like that. Oh, my God, that It makes me feel sick. You mean having given him a chance at the beginning even though you weren't attracted to him? You mean you don't want to get stuck in that position where you've given someone a chance kind of hoping that, oh, maybe I can change my mind. And then you think, oh, no, I actually don't like you in a romantic way but what if what if maybe it's up myself to think that someone's going to like me romantically Mm. but then what if you're the one who has to say, like that makes me realise why people ghost other people because it's just too much to have to say to someone, oh, look, you know, I love hanging out with you but I just. I'm not into you. I'm not into you. Yeah. Which if if someone said that to me, I could give a fuck. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. That's great. I really don't like that's just wonderful. I wish that is how people operated. Oh my God. But the thought of hurting someone's feet, like imagine if I said that and someone, even just someone feeling disappointed or like, oh, you know, what a shame yeah. or just well, makes people sick. Fair, I think that most people are, would be afraid of that same thing, but maybe only after a certain amount of energy and time has been invested. It depends how long it goes on for. Cause you definitely like, I hate the feeling of like, it's happened to me and I know it's happened to you as well, where, you know, you've been hanging out with a guy and suddenly they turn around and they're like, oh, you know, I have feelings for you or something and then you're like oh my god was I leading him on was I and you're like thinking about the way you've behaved around them and you're like oh my god was that flirty was that I thought we were just (gasps) hanging out and going to the beach I would love to hear people's perspectives on this Mm. men and women and everyone in between not just girls because I actually have been in that position before where I've been purely 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 from my end just friends with somebody I even knew this guy liked me I think like way back in the day and I made sure that I was never the one that initiated a conversation yeah, yeah. or like suggested you we never hang out. initiated a conversation no like genuinely because i knew because i never ever oh, wanted over to 
over text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not when you're hanging out. <laughs> I can't talk to him first unless he initiates the conversation. Yeah, I totally agree. But you're checking your behaviour to make sure it's not flirty. No, but even then, I remember this one time, this was this was genuinely years ago, mm. where we were hanging out one time just as friends, you know, he was around in the neighbourhood or something and asked to hang out and I obviously said, yeah, like just being, I thought I was just being nice. Yeah. And he fully, like, when we said goodbye, oh. he grabbed my arm romantically and, like, pulled me to him and fully oh. went in for a kiss. Wait, what? And I com- I literally squirmed yeah. like a little ferret out of a box and, like, wriggled away. Oh, I think yeah. I even squealed a bit and started, like, yeah. nervous laughing. You're like, oh, like that. Which is horrible. I was, um, and my attitude was like, bro, what the fuck, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, what yeah. he said in that moment, which, you know, he's an awesome person, he's a great guy, but just obviously in that moment of being shocked and like, oh, a bit disappointed because obviously it takes a lot of courage to like mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, you know, um, not to call you out, but you do make it seem like you're into me or something. <gasps> like he really? said, yeah, he said something like that. Wow. And in the moment I was like, oh my gosh, I've actively been trying to not yeah, come lead ac- you on as they say yeah. in quotation marks because I don't know if that's really a thing. You should just be nice to everyone, just act how you want to act. Uh-huh. But he said that to me and I think it, re- this oh, was like when no. I was quite young as well and I think it really scared oh, me Lil. into thinking like, oh my God, I would never want someone to feel yeah. like I rejected them. Yeah. After making them feel oh my god special, like we had a connection, like I just felt so bad. I just oh, yeah. it makes me feel nauseous the thought of hurting someone's feelings like that. I know it's <laughs> really awful, and yeah, that's not my fault. If you try and kiss me, and I don't want to kiss you. Then it's like yeah, not one hundred problem. It's just but you know that now that you're <laughs> older and wiser. I'm sure at the time. How old were you? Oh, that was probably like when I was twenty. Yeah, it explains a lot. Like you don't want to hurt people so badly because you have before and you hate that feeling. Cause I don't a- even think I hurt him that badly. He was just like, oh, you know, no, I but- thought you were into me. And I was like, what? But even that experience is enough to put you off wanting to be in that uncomfortable situation again. And you know what? It probably was just him wanting to you know, a way of dealing with rejection being like, oh, but you were coming on to me. You know, that happens all the time and that's just a... a Yeah, which is totally fine. And I think to anybody, as long as it's appropriate, I'm a very like shoot your shot kind of person. Absolutely, yeah. Throw yourself out there, you never know. They might like you, they might not. Yeah, but it's like asking someone out and then saying kidding, you know. It's like just own it. If someone's not into it, don't turn it around on them and say, oh, you you were giving me the signs, you were doing this. If somebody's not into it, they'll make it clear when the time comes. Yeah, I mean... And this is part of a whole, obviously, conversation that's happening at the moment. The nuance of conversation. And consent. Yes. Where are lines? Where are they blurred? Yeah, you're totally right. Because you know what? Even if you were literally all over him all day, you were braiding his hair, you were painting his nails, you were frolicking through the tulips and whatever... Is that because I thought why he was a My, my Little top, Pony doll? Why are they my top four things for love, for acts of service? I don't know. Anyway, even if you were coming onto him all day in a hypothetical universe, when he went to kiss you, there's no way that anyone should have ever made you feel like you were doing something wrong by rejecting it. I think that all these all these situations obviously are just founded on communication, you know, mm, and mm. you should never do something that you're not ready to do. If you think about it in the broader conversation of consent, I'm just saying in a hypothetical universe, if you were to come onto somebody all day and they went to kiss you and you weren't into it, that's fine. Flirt your way to the bank and then don't have sex with them. Who cares? So I have 
a deep-rooted fear of hurting people's feelings and mm. letting people down. I think that's why something like Hinge seems very helpful to me because you go into it knowing that there's already a romantic undercurrent mm. and that you're meeting people. I hate the grey area of, do you like me like that? Are we just yeah. friends? Do you want to be... I'd hate that because I just think if you're not communicating properly someone's feelings will get hurt if mm. one of you rejects the other person. So I do like dating apps because you know where you stand from the start. Yeah, true. But then in practice, they're not really that fun. Yeah. Or it wasn't really for me. So yeah. I've deleted Hinge. I'm going to try and meet people in the real world. I need everyone's advice because I don't know how to do that without just starting as friends with people and then feeling like if it goes into something more but I'm not into it, I have to cut it off and hurt their feelings. Mm. Well, we were the other weekend at our hometown at a... 25th birthday party dress up theme everyone was having a great time margaritas on tap let's go and we went with a little group of friends and we didn't really know anyone at this party so we all kind of just rocked up together but like we're everyone was mingling and it was great and Lily went off and was speaking to this guy outside you know it's on this beautiful property on this farm and Lily was out with this boy oh and we were all dressed up in hoedown throwdown attire i.e flannel shirts riding boots and cowboy hats and blue jeans. It was pretty dope. And Lily was out talking for so long in literally like <laughs> blizzard, blizzard weather. It was like, so cold. It was so windy on the top of this hill overlooking this beautiful vista on this farm of rolling hills and the sunset. And all of us were inside looking at Lily. Excuse me. That's because no. you all left me in conversation with this person. <laughs> so I was just out there on my we own anyway. We leave you. You cornered him off. No. Listen, we were inside looking at you through the glass doors going, but they're two metres apart. Oh, but Lily's got her arms crossed. That's bad. That's bad body language. Okay, what if we can just get them a little bit closer? Do you reckon they'll pass? Yeah, they'll probably get with each other. (laughs) And we were there. Yeah, the whole time. And you were oblivious. It was so fun. Do you know what? I actually wasn't oblivious. Okay. Because I feel like <laughs> all of my friends now think it's a bit. They know yeah. Everyone knows how single I am. It's so much your brand. And that- so whenever <laughs> – when okay, so I have one conversation with a man at this party and I just knew everyone would give me shit about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just let men live. Yeah, totally, totally. But does that complicate things as well, now being the single girl? It's like what Lucy was saying as yes. well. You're sick of being the single girl with the zany story about the guy. Yeah. What, yeah. Why can't I have a nice conversation around the fire, <laughs> maybe with a nice man? And then when, as soon as I walk back inside, everyone goes, oh, were you getting railed <laughs> in the paddock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god and obviously I it's am not part embar- of the problem yes, <laughs> you are toxic yeah fully 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 nah, it was funny though it was really funny and do you know what that night I actually facilitated oh, you did. someone else's consensual hookup <laughs> because we were standing around the fire and this girl who I didn't really know mm. just sidled up to me and was she pointed, a little bit tipsy? What was the vibe? Oh, you know, a little bit. We were all having fun. And she started up to me and she pointed across the fire. It was like this nice open fire pit across the flames and said, <laughs> and said, I've been talking to this boy all night and I really want to kiss him. Oh, my God. And I just said, girl, you walk up to that man. You say, do you want to go get another drink inside? And you just whisk him away. <gasps> and she, do it? Yeah, I said, you know what? Just do it. Because she was saying like, oh, you know. Yeah, I think he's keen, but like we haven't really, we haven't really had one-on-one time. Like, should, and I just said, you know what? Literally YOLO and just seize the day. Carpe his DM. Like, you know, I was really <laughs> gassing her up. I was like, girl, yes, go. What have you got to lose? You've only got one life. Like, you know, all that sort of thing. 
And I gassed her up and she walked up into the sunset. And yeah, the rest is history. You're kidding. They got together. Lily, take your own I'm advice. Pretty sure they girl. Got married. Here's you standing arms crossed two meters <laughs> apart from a boy you don't even like, and you won't even give him a kiss. Yeah, because I know five of you are all watching from inside <laughs> talking smack oh about God, me. <laughs> so do you know what? If you guys hadn't given me so much shit about literally just looking at that man from two <laughs> meters away with my arm crossed, I probably would have macked on. Yeah, probably. You know, tall, dark, handsome, mysterious stranger in a little cowboy hat. If you're <laughs> out there, um, the ship has sailed. So honestly, <laughs> While you guys were all talking smack about me and laughing behind my back while I was trying to shoot my shot, how has your love life been, Grace? My love life has been really lovely and it's been very steady but Lily, another thing that I've been thinking about lately is, especially listening back to these episodes where I'm describing how we got together and blah, 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 is important to point out that no relationship is perfect and I have ups and downs as well. And my life... What? I <laughs> don't. My life isn't all just sunbeams and rainbows and lollipops. I thought all you do is just braid Brandon's hair and paint <laughs> his nails all day. <laughs> Some days, many days I do indeed, but you know, many days I don't. And I actually started thinking about this the other day because I was looking at social media as one does in the You're toxic. 21st century and I was scrolling past photos that, you know, like models put up of, you know, this is the reality photo and there'll be like one of them flexing and then one of them slouched over with all their roles and, you know, to be like everything is a filter, blah, 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 social media isn't real, which it's not. But I was thinking there's not an equivalent of that for relationships. Like people only, and there's not really any way of posting that on social media. So people are tearing down the wall of all bodies aren't perfect by posting the imperfect photos of themselves. And that's a really cool thing. And I think that's doing a lot of good for the world. And the whole dilemma that social media has created of people comparing themselves to others and chasing unrealistic ideals. But the same doesn't happen for relationships because people only post the photos of themselves smiling and laughing with their partners. And that's not what relationships are all of the time. And I mean, I'm not saying that Brandon and I fight or anything like that, but not every day is perfect and not every day is galloping in the sunshine for any relationship, I don't think. Anyway, it just got me thinking about it. And I was like, you can't, you can't really, apart from talking to people about it that are in your life, which I've been doing with a lot of girlfriends of mine talking about our relationship, that's not really, you're not really going to see that anywhere. There's nowhere else that that curtain can be pulled back for you. It was really cool to hear Oscar and Ali talking about that as well, about how the ups and the downs were such an integral part of them becoming such a solid team because that's what made them stronger. But yeah, so I'm great and life is good and I'm in love and Brandon's awesome. But I'm definitely, I don't want people to be listening to this being like, oh, she has such a perfect relationship and, you know, every day is a moonbeam hanging on the drop of a chandelier because it's not, it's not all like that. I do know what you're saying. Yeah. And as you were explaining that to me, I was thinking to myself, gosh, well, if great, if it isn't perfect with your partner every day, why don't you just dump his ass and live your best life? But then I realized mm. I always compare people's relationships to my relationship with myself. Mm, like yeah. I always think, oh, you know, why would I be with somebody else when I just spend most of my time by myself and it's great? And I just realized, oh, wait a second, but I don't have a perfect relationship with myself. Mm. 
there are days when your mental health is shit or yes. your, your, you feel your body image is not yes. fly or you're like, I'm a little bit depressed today or you think, gosh, I mean, <laughs> you think I'm in a bad mood or sometimes you wake up and you're like, I hate my life and I hate this bullshit. Yeah. And I realised that that's very, you know, high and mighty of me to assume that my relationship with myself is better than any relationship I'm going to have with a romantic partner. Absolutely. And the relationships, I mean, the ups and downs that I have in my internal brain aren't to do with Brandon most of the time. They're my own internal, like you said, the days that I have that are up and down just within myself affect my relationship and how I feel about my relationship. It's not always about the relationship. And I'm sure there are times when having a partner probably brightens your day when Mm. if you were just by yourself, you'd just think, well, I'm just having a shit day. Yeah, absolutely. So not even joking, Grace, you've actually just taught me a little bit about life. I'm serious. Yeah, and love because I just don't know why I always compare people's romantic relationships with the relationship I have with myself. Yeah. They're different things. Totally. And oftentimes I'll hear you, Lil, saying, oh, you stop going on about Brandon, about how perfect you and Brandon are and you're so in love. Oh, stop just sending me pictures of Brandon eating lunch saying, (laughs) oh, look how cool Brandon is. You're (laughs) not even in the picture. I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? But, you know, if you think that about me, about how I feel in a relationship – what does everybody else think, you know? It's not perfect, it's not sunbeams, but it's perfect and it's sunbeams. You know what? I also have a perspective where never having been in a relationship before, I would expect it to be rainbows and sunshine every day. I think that you'd never want the balance to tip to, oh, well, it's not perfect most of the time. Oh, yeah. Why shouldn't it be perfect most of the time? That's yeah. your partner. You should be a power couple. Oh, my God, absolutely. Yeah, ups and downs are natural, but you've got to have more ups and downs. Surely. Surely. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and that was the end of another duo episode, checking in on our love lives, what we have to look forward to, what we've been reflecting on. Thank you for joining us. It's been so nice to have you here with us. And we'll see you next week on Love Clues. <laughs> <laughs>